You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know, Jerry, as we start our 8 o'clock hour here on The Fan... Yesterday, you bought me breakfast. Yes. That was great. It was great. You know, and I had some of the best oatmeal I've ever had. And so I was looking to do that again today. Okay. And the guy that ran out and got it for us yesterday was Gallo. He should be here any minute, I would think. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Uh, Where's Gallo today, Al? I understand it's a work from home day. Uh Uh-oh. Flex schedule. I thought he comes in every day, though. No, I guess he decided that it's going to be work from home day, flex schedules, probably laying there. I don't know what he's doing, but he's not getting us breakfast. I do know that. See, but I think here's where you get into a problem with certain people that can work from home and other people that can't work from home. It's just my sensibilities, Mm -hmm. practicalities, the way I look at life, you know, uh, and, and I know he doesn't make nearly as much money as we make. And maybe he has a deal with a company that, you know, one of the reasons we're not paying you any money. Is I'm not so sure about the we and that, but <laughs> continue. Okay. I mean, so again, all right, I'll use you for, yes. but you do have a wealth management team. I do. Well, right. And he's not making as much as you either. Right. Exactly. That's, but I will say this. Uh, stop it. That it messes with morale. When he's not here, you mean? Yeah, because people His then say, hungry. why is he not here? <laughs> why is he not here? Why can't I just stay at home? <laughs> well, I mean, how, think about during pandemic. I, I was the only one here. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, you're an awesome dude. Yep. You, like, you're so good. You're so good at what you do. He is. And he is. And I, and I love him for it. I love you for the work ethic. I told you. They wouldn't let us come back. That was the problem I then. I know. I know. That was the problem then. Then we did come back. Yes, you did. But I'm just saying, like... The work from home thing, it creates morale issues within the workforce. Do you not agree with me or no? Uh, it can if you allow it to, sure. It, I think yeah, it absolutely is, can. It's human nature, but you know. Well, I know my morale, my morale sucks now because I don't have a guy to go out and get us breakfast. I'm sure Chris would walk down the block. CeeLo will go for or, you. Or you Billy. Want, Billy's here. If you want your oatmeal, we can get you your oatmeal. But he's messing, he's messing with me by not being here it was, and, and therefore messing for you guys because I would have bought you breakfast too. But I always think about whenever like you can work from home, then why can't you always work from home? You can. In a lot of cases, you can, which makes me wonder why, why we pay in rent. Exactly. Not that you don't need a place. You do. You don't need this entire place. Right. The sales force, I mean, I think they're only required to be here two or three days. And think of all that space where we played football. Well, I just think that we were able to play football because, you know, those people weren't here. Yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah. if I'm running this place, you got to be thinking, you know what? Yeah, but, I'll just, uh, you know, but you know, Anthony Gallo is a part of our show, right? Uh, yes. Went out to, you know, Christmas dinner with us. Is it possible right? he doesn't feel good? 
No, I mean, Eddie texted with him and said it's a work from home day. I asked, and he said yes. What is Boomer One breakfast? <laughs> oh, got it. So that's where this comes from. You were actually looking for breakfast. I'm just thinking that the morale, you know, the the impact on that is significant. I would think so, too. You're right. You're not wrong. Just say, no. listen, you're part of a team. You show up. You, know, you can't just, you know, be Kyrie Irving and not show up or just run your own practices. You got to well, be a part the, of a team. And for the most part, the shows all have been here. Right? I mean, you would yeah. say it's really just been the salespeople that aren't here much of the time. I'm not worried about them. I'm talking people. about the people that we work with. I understand. But Anthony, his job responsibility, while is this program, it still is the digital part, which is... He However, can't do Brian it as as Rooney as well. wants to run his you know, department over there, that's that's up to Brian Rooney and, and the people that work for him. Well, you know, let's go lay down the law. Uh, You're the man. Saying, You're the one that runs this place now. Uh, I don't run anything. You, I'm just you kind of do. I just, I just think you kind of do. No, I just think that it. Just you become the, the face morale. of WFAN. No, uh, you, you know, have. Too bad. Is that is that disputable, Eddie? Uh, at this point, no. Al. Nope. Face. 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 Of WFAN. Okay. You are though. You're here the longest at this point. For you know, in terms I of shows, even, I can't even believe that. Yeah, I was listening to Al's. Um, podcast yesterday with who'd, who'd you do with uh a fellow named rock riley he works down in tampa i worked with him many years ago right I, and i was i was listening to al's kind of career yeah they, they went through al's entire career it was a very good interview al was very good in it and i realized that uh, al and i have been together for 16 years now and uh your uh, the other parts of your career are so chopped up it's amazing yeah well, i was going at one and two year clips <clears throat> at things where i was working so. how did you live like that yeah. I, I, th- I think back on that now, it seems very different. Well, you were a different person. Yeah. much. He, he was engaged. Twice. Twice, right. Well, one wasn't very long, and the other girl... Neither one was very him. long. Two, two, different, two different women? Same woman. No, same woman. Oh, same woman. Was that the same woman that almost threatened to leave you at every port when you were on the cruise? That's correct. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was very early on in the... Uh, you were working party. here when that happened? Yes. Wow. Uh... Did her name start with an A? Yes. Yes. I do remember that. I actually, this this is how terrible this I was in this situation. It was our first, uh, we were having a Christmas party bowling. And I had, a, I had to sit the staff down and go, by the way, you will see a ring on the finger. Oh, yes, I remember so Don't this. make a big deal of it. <laughs> we, we had the bowling down here somewhere, didn't we? Lucky strike or something. Yes. That's tremendous. Was that the second or the first time? That was the very first time. This was 2007. And that was the panic engagement. (laughs) I don't recall. And I do remember, I think Craig was going off on that, right? I don't remember. I realize it's very hazy. The only thing I can think of is how much a cruise costs when you tell that story. And think about what a miserable time you had for a week. Because you you simply didn't get along. That's awful. Yeah, but I think what happened was... I was making what I called back then David Lee Roth money, so I didn't care. I was throwing money. Money didn't. I was making way more money than I ever made in my life, so I was like, oh, this is great, whatever. Still doesn't mean you didn't waste it and didn't have a good time on that trip. We did it. I had a good time. Was the time. ring, did you ever get the ring back? I did. You got the ring back. Okay. Not the, the first but, time. But you put it on Second the first time. time. Yes. And then she gave it back to you or you took it off of her? No, no, no. She gave it back. She had, Then you gave it back to her again. Different ring. A, I don't remember which. I honestly don't remember. rings? You're kidding me. I don't recall which was which. But <sighs> yes, there were two different rings involved. And you got them both back, though. I did. But I... And then... 
Well, <laughs> he took a loss. <laughs> the one I took a loss on, but I, I, I sold it back at a loss. But then I gave her the money because she did put out some money for her own ring. No, no, she put out money for things that oh for the wedding I didn't do in good faith. Like I, you know, she put out money for things that I should have been putting money out for. So I gave her the ring money so that she could get that money back. Like the deposit on the... Yeah, like different deposits on things. Where were were you going to get married? I I don't know that we even got that far. She just put the deposits down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I really don't recall that. When you say you didn't get the money back, you went to return the ring, you didn't get the full amount back? Correct. Why would that be? Because it was months later. Oh. And you know, some of these... I didn't go to you know, I went to one of these places. That, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't doing. go to London Jewelers. But Correct. Yeah, London Jewelers would have taken care of you. They would have. You ever actually look back and think about what a different human being you've become? And it's not all that long ago. I mean, this is not 40 years. You're talking... Uh, 16 well, years. It is 16 years. But you are, I mean, you were still fully in your adulthood. You were 37. Yeah, I was are, a child at 37. But you're also not the same. You don't even resemble the same person. Yes, I'm much uh, better, Jerry. Much more well, mature. Yeah, that whole pelvis thing that went on with him. No, oh, I was get that. But years ago. he yeah. had hair. He had weight on his bones. Right. He used to eat chips for lunch. I mean, he's become a much different person. No, I know he has. Top but, to bottom. But in Arizona, he was fine. In fi- Arizona, he was wonderful. That was yeah, where he wanted person. to be. Like when he started with us, he had just gone through puberty. Not really, but <laughs> mentally. And then he went through his wild phase, and then he sort of mellowed out. And in fairness, she's uh, married with a lovely family. So it worked out. It, it worked did. out for everybody. It did, yeah. And you got beautiful Gina in your life. Exactly. So we're down right. the Jersey Shore. All right. So what did you uh, see on social media? So I want you to hear this. So, Eddie, can you pull up this thing? You get, you have it. So this is, I want you to hear this. And you, you played We Didn't. But you didn't deal with what athletes deal with now. True. Now, I'm going to take this down another notch. These are college athletes. These are not professional athletes we're talking about. And I'm going to dial it back even another notch. I'm not talking about athletes at North Carolina or Kentucky or Ohio State. This is the head coach of an up-and-coming program at Bryant. Okay, talking about, and Steve Peichel talks about this all the time. And I, I completely agree with him. The crap that these kids go through from the outside. Okay. This is a minute long. I want you to hear the whole thing. This is the head coach at Bryant talking about the social media nonsense that him, but mostly the players, go through on a daily basis. It's funny, you know, in this day and age of college basketball, like, the whole deal is different. And I have an issue with, like, my players and myself have gotten some of the most outlandish messages on social media and these things that, like, I've had people threaten my family, threaten my children. We're 16 and 10. We're 53 and 27 in the last three years. We're 33 and 12 in conference play. We've had pretty good success. And we have a chance to have either the best, second best record in like Bryant Division One history again. And the things that you deal with after losing a couple of games, and it, it shows you, it comes when you have success. And now Bryant is a program that people follow and a program that's gained some notoriety. So credit to our players for putting us in position for that. But if I showed people some of the things, the messages you get after a loss or that these guys get, like they're 18 to 22 year old kids. I'm a big boy. This is my job. I get it. It's fine. It's now, do I believe people should be talking about people's children or posting pictures of people's children? No, but 
here nor there. I'm a big boy. It's part of the job. When it's happening to student athletes, I don't really, I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's acceptable. I mean, this is going on everywhere. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it's going on, you know, teenagers with Snapchat and TikTok and suicide level. I mean, it's just, it's out of control. We all know well, it's out of fix control. It, though? I mean, I, there's no way to fix There is absolutely no way to fix any of this. And, you know, you can imagine some of the stuff that I'm sure Zach Wilson and his mom yeah. had gone through over the last two years. And that's just one player with his mother, and his mother act, happens to be, you know, active on social media. So you can imagine what that's like. I, I look. I had to deal with, uh, you know, sports talk radio and a couple of reporters. That's when I played. That's what we dealt with. But you and didn't get it from the fans, though. Outside of when you were in the stadium, you might hear some stuff. Right. And you always tell the story when the guy yelled at you when you walked over, thinking you were getting an autograph. Yeah, yeah I don't blame him. I mean, it was no, fine. but but you didn't have to deal with it twenty four seven like some of the. And I'm, I'm talking about pros. I'm talking about kids eighteen to twenty two. Yeah, but they all live on their phones. I mean, you know, according to Al, Michael K lives on his phone during a show. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I mean, like they all live on their phone. I have my phone in front of me too, just in case. You so know, is that I'm, the answer then? Turn the phone off I, for I, four months. You know, I try to turn it off at nine o'clock every night. And just try to just say, get away from it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. There is a major, major issue. And I, and I told you this before. That I've been told on many occasions that right after games, players go into the locker room and they bury their face into their phone because they want to see what social media is saying or what their friends are texting them. Or, and this is where you know you and I or anybody in our side of the business can get in trouble from the eyes of a player or a coach because we may say something in the body of a comment and part of it may be negative and only somebody in their life heard the negative part and immediately they're sending it to their friends uh, or they're putting it out on social media that you know boomer said something negative about you sure and that gets illuminated other than the good stuff that exactly so when i like for For instance when i said mac mac jones was douchey on the field. <laughs> yes. All right, which is true. Yes. I mean, the way he was acting on the field with the hands up in the air, the <laughs> frustrations, the body language, and all that other stuff. You know why I know that's true? Because I don't know if you heard Julius Randle over the NBA All-Star Weekend. They said, why were you able... They, essentially, a question was asked to him. Why did your season turn around this mm-hmm. year? Why are you playing so much better this year? Well, I would say Jalen Brunson's got a lot to do with that, but to Julius Randle's credit, he said it was an assistant coach on the Knicks that was talking to him about body language, the way you carry yourself. And if your teammates carried themselves the way that you kind of carried yourself last year, how would you like to be a teammate of that? Yeah. And he recognized that he was in the wrong and that he wanted to do something about it and worked on that mental part of it coming into the season. Now, it certainly helps to have Jalen Brunson. No question. And a much improved the manual quickly. It helps to have those guys handling the ball and not just throwing to Julius and say, go make a play. It's it's become a much more movement-oriented team, which is what they need to be if they're going to win. But, again, I go back to, you can imagine what Julius Randle had to deal with, you know, two, two years ago. Yes, and and not right even at that level, but at least when you... There's always the well. They're making twenty million dollars a year. Deal with that. How about thing, how about Stan? How about, thing how about is, how, I mean, but you know, I've been to college games, and I told you, I went to a couple. Oh, they're brutal. Of, I, I went to a couple of Maryland games, uh, you know, five six years ago, and I was like, I, I can't do the same. I don't. Disagree I cannot with you. listen 
to 65-year-old men screaming at officials at the top of their lungs. And the kids. While there are 18- and 20-year-old kids out yeah, there no, playing basketball. And yelling at the it's kids, too. absolutely oh, by the way, insane. I know that. I know that. But I, I feel like you can block that noise out if you're concentrating and you're focused on the game. I imagine you, when you were playing, you the don't crowd's going you don't nuts, you're focused, you don't hear it. That stuff you're reading, you're seeing, and it's just, I don't know, there's no accountability for anything. And, and if, you're on, if, you're, if you're on the road... And you're playing in a tough environment oh, like we would play in Cleveland at the dog pound. Sure. Or play in Pittsburgh. You know, you kind of expect that. Mm -hmm. as, and, and as a road team, it's something that kind of galvanizes you together. And sometimes teams that go on the road end up playing better on the road because, you know, they're all focused. They're all together. And there are no home life distractions, if you will. And not everything is smooth and, and you know, uh, uh, flowers and rainbows. Right. So you come together as a team. So you kind of get that. But the thing that I hate, and I heard Evan talking about this the other day, Evan's not a booer. He doesn't like the booers on teams. Uh, and I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. But I also will be somewhat critical if somebody's not getting the job done and you notice that they're not getting the job done, mainly because of a lack of effort. Effort is always bullable. Effort's bullable. Yes. Not getting it done, striking out, that happens. Loafing it, not acceptable. I agree with you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, 826. Nice to have you with us on a Wednesday. 
sitting in for G, who hopefully will be back tomorrow after going through the neurovirus yesterday. Hopefully feeling better today. 877-337-6666, the number to join us later in the hour. But right now we're turning things over to one Christopher Lepresti. All right, we are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. So we all know Buck Showalter is a deep thinker. He's yes. got all angles covered. We uh, heard about the bullpen golf card for the relievers last hour in conjunction with the new rules. So oftentimes, and Jerry will know this from watching, uh, when he sits down for his press conferences, he'll come in with some non-sports takes, yes. thoughts, observations. This Chipotle thing from three days ago was one. Okay. I had no I idea you I could s- order on your phone. All right. I didn't see that one, but yeah. there's been a lot of them now in his yep. uh, short stay here with the Mets, and that was the case again yesterday as he sat down to address the media. Do you notice, I don't know why you're close to my age, your shoe size changes? Or maybe they quit making shoes different. It's like, remember when extra large was extra large? Bigger. Bigger. What's that all about? You know what I think it is? I think as we get older, it's all about comfort. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a 14 now. I was a little surprised to find. I mean, he's five, he looked it up. He's 5'10. I thought he was shorter than that, but I guess when you see him up against the players, you know, it's a size 14 for Buck. Wow, that's, that's, that's big uh, foot. That's good. Big feet. Yeah. You know, what does that, that also mean? No. Oh. Big socks. I will say this, though. He, he actually looks like he's in pretty good shape. Looks he's like in great he lost shape. some weight. Yeah, he looks you like he's in great shape. The coaches, they come back before they really delve into, you know, being completely possessed and focused sure. on the season. Right. Like well, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, a lot of times when they show up for camp, they're looking a little bit trimmer. The one thing he brings up, though, too, and again, we discussed on the podcast, like, sizes shouldn't change, and they do in yeah. a lot of cases. Like, he mentions the extra large. One shirt's different than another one. It makes well, it different. It's very, brands, even even different fabrics. Yes, you know. I mean, even, some are made in America. Some are made, but, you know, uh, in Europe. And Europe cut and pants available a little bit tighter. But yeah. even like pants, yeah. if you're a 34 waist, you Every should be 34. able to put a 34 waist pair of pants on, no matter where you go. 100. percent I have pants, literally the 32 stretch, which yeah. I have, which stretch out to probably 35. And then there are some I'm wearing 38s like a fat ass. Yes. It shouldn't be that much of a gap. They're different materials, Jerry. But I, there shouldn't be. I just dealt with that having to buy some new suits for TV work. And suit separates, no problem. Waist size, consistent. And then I went to one of these suit shops where they, hey, buy one, get two free. And it's the European. Did you go to Croco? No, no, no. Okay. So I go and I'm like, find this nice suit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go try this on. I literally could not even get the pants. Forget, <laughs> bu- forget buttons. <laughs> Same waist size. Get them up over your butt. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even get them up to my waist. I'm I like, believe, what yeah. are we doing here? It had to be French. It probably, I think you might be right about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. By the way, there Europeans. was a little bit more to this buck size oh, yes. thing, and then we'll move on. What, we, what, what size shoes you wear in high school or college? Well, maybe nine. Okay, what are you wearing now? Ten. Yeah. yeah. My problem is my wife wears like a four and a half, and of course. There's only certain stores that carry that. You know, you picture Buck shuffling through the mall shopping for his wife's size four and a half. I mean, why is he shopping for shoes for his wife? Uh, exactly. I mean, he's committed to he's committed to his relationship. Birthday. I think Christmas. He was, I think he was just trying to brag. He's got a wife with tiny, sexy feet. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he's got like fourteen. By the way, my huge package. <laughs> oh boy, my shoe size has been the same since I was a senior in high school. Mine hasn't changed either. What? Let me mm-hmm. guess. Fifteen. Me. No, Glapresti. You. <laughs> 12. Okay. Buck's got a bigger six. foot than you? Yes. Why would that yeah, be so be, crazy to say must that have you were size 15? Look at this. I got a pair of oh, Wolf and Shepherds, uh, you know, Gronkowski shoes. There's no way Buck Showalter has Those, a bigger foot than Glapresti. I agree with you. I agree. He must have been joking. He must have been joking. That is a 12. Come on now. 
Remember the whole story about yeah, him naked in the locker room, that Buck? whole thing? No. That's where the name Buck, supposedly. Exactly. That's the, really? That's yeah. the oh, I did not know that. That he was running around nude in the locker room. Correct, because very confident. Interesting. That's actually a uh, perfect transition, which we'll get to in a minute. You know who's got fat feet? Phil Simms has got fat feet. Well, that, I think, see, that's his point about the size is changing. Yeah. I assume that, I know that happened to my dad. He was having all kinds of foot issues, and then he finally went and got size, and they're like... Uh, yeah, you're buying shoes that are like a size and a half too small because his foot widened and got fatter with age. He's yeah. in his seventies now. You wouldn't have felt that. Well, he's a little, <laughs> not all there. He's a, little, <laughs> he's a little oblivious to certain things. All right. So I would well, think comfort would not be one of them. See, low. I'm a ten and a half. And how about Same. you? Same. Ten. Yep. Ten and a half. Every now and then, depending Al. on you know dress, you might be a ten. Size. Ten and a half. Eddie. Ten and a half. Wow. How about that? Well, we got a bunch of average. That's the perfect bunch of knots. <laughs> all wearing the same shoe Not size. in shoe size, 10 and a half. Uh, anyway, here is Darren Ruff now. Uh, it basically reveals yesterday he's got arthritis in his wrist and apparently has for years now. It's already bothering him this year, so he got a cortisone shot. Won't be swinging for a couple of days. Ramping up for, for this spring. I got to a point where I thought it would be beneficial to take care of it instead of trying to grind through it another year um and so yeah yeah doesn't exactly so, inspire yeah. a lot of confidence no so, i would say not there uh so talking about uh like eddie said with the you know the naked in the locker room and buck and everything so well thanks uh we'll, we'll thank joe on twitter for passing this along slow day perfect thing to do so one of these cool accounts that puts out blast from the past stuff this is vintage nfl tweeted this out this morning it's a cbs tv package from 1990 Okay, about women in the locker room. I believe, <laughs> I believe Boomer has told this story before regarding Sam Weish. Yes. Banning the female reporter <laughs> from the locker room. This. this is tremendous. Oh, that's no, no but fun, no, the audience didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted your reaction, though. All right, so anyway, this kind of turned into a big story. Oh, um, kind of a big story. Yeah. It was a huge story. Well, this is CBS. You guys have, I lived it, and I remember after a Monday night game in Seattle. Sam decided to keep a woman out of the locker room for our post-game interviews. And the reason he did that, I believe, was because the week before, I think it was, up in New England, Zeke Moat took his hammer out and showed it to Lisa Olsen. (laughs) Way to put it. And then all of a sudden, to put everybody on notice, put everybody on notice. And then Sam did this after the game. was a shock to me because I was in the shower. We had just gotten beat on a Monday night game in Seattle. I had welts all over my body. Joey, uh, no, uh, Jerry Porter was killing me that night. And uh, Sam comes to me in the shower and goes, I need you to go outside and talk to this woman. I'm like, what do you mean go outside and talk to a woman? And he says, I'm not letting her in the locker room. And I'm saying, you know, Sam, this, this has already been fought. I, this is not right, you know. So I go to my locker. There's all these people that are on deadline waiting for me after the game. And I'm like, guys, I got to get dressed. I got to go outside. Sam is keeping a woman out of the locker room. And it became a major I'm story. sure it did. And before you play it, I will tell you, you, especially the first few times I did it, I don't understand why anybody's allowed in the locker room. Well, I will say, so I, I go outside and I'll never forget the woman's name. Her name was Denise Tom. And she was a string writer for USA Today. And I said, you know, Denise, I'm sorry I'm out here. Um, This is, you know, not right. And I'll be more than happy to answer any question that you have. And whatever you want, I'll be more than happy to answer it. Uh, She asked me a couple questions. And then, of course, she stormed off and she was upset. Yeah. And then it became a big thing because we spent the week in Seattle that week because we're getting ready to play the uh, the Rams the next week in Anaheim. And, uh, I mean... 
Tagliabue almost suspended Sam, and it was a big fight, and people going back and forth over the whole thing. I think, like, Barbara Walters and uh, Oprah Winfrey, everybody was yeah. involved. Well, this package was CBS Network. Greg Gumbel was doing this yeah. package where he's cutting to different sound. Huge package. Stuff. Yeah. Right. I, sorry, TV package, <laughs> to be clear. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so obviously a serious matter, serious issue, as you said. But what I enjoy about the way the clip plays out is... They go to Sam Weish Tuesday. It says Tuesday in the corner. So it's the day after, and he's still sort of explaining his stance. And just the transition to your part is perfect. <laughs> right. I suppose that I could, you could probably pull our team and find somebody that says, I don't mind if a woman looks at me naked. You might find somebody, but I don't know who it would be right now. No, I, I don't really care. I mean, uh, you're talking about a guy that prances around on TV in his underwear, so it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> there you go. There you are. Perfect. We found the guy. We found yeah. a guy. You're starting quarterback. Uh, and you I, love Sam, too. Oh, I man. do. I, I, right. yeah, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but I... I love Sam. He made it interesting. He It was never a dull moment with Sam Weish as a head coach, especially as being a starting quarterback. But this one was a fight that we, you know, we didn't need to, we didn't need to have it. Right. Now, the interesting thing was we go to L.A. the next week, and as we drive up to our, uh, our hotel, there's probably, I, I want to say, at least 500 people out there that are protesting. Really? 500? Wow. Right. Some are protesting in support of Sam. And the Bible. Mm -hmm. Other people are protesting against Sam mm -hmm. and women's rights. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like when here we are a football Trying team. Trying to play a football game. Right in the middle of it. And it turns out that we end up playing the Rams the next day. I throw for 494 yards. We win a game 34 to 31 in overtime. Wow, remembers And then specific. after the game, we go in there. There's got to be 50 women reporters Perfect. in the locker room. But what Sam did do and did get done is he had shades put up or he had some sort of barriers Curtains. put up from the shower. Yeah. So you could shower and you could dry yourself off. And then if you wanted to get changed behind the curtain, mm -hmm. you could. But then a lot of our guys just went right to their lockers. Yeah, they naked. Don't care. I'm right. sure they did. I'm sure but they the, did. But we also know, as athletes know this, especially back in the day, cameramen would come in, cameras would be on. It held them down by their ankles or, you know, by their knee, you know, like they'd be carrying it and the camera would be on and they'd be scanning the locker room of guys naked. They were wow. like discreetly filming it? Yes. To do what? I, you know what? I didn't think that went on. Oh, yes. I did. Oh, uh, 100% it went on. Huh. Now, I worked in a, uh, in a local TV station out there in Cincinnati. So, you know, I, I saw all sort of, I saw uh, all you saw sorts footage. of raw footage. From different locker rooms. And, you know, and some of it was accidental. Sure. Or most of the stuff that I saw, I felt like it was accidental. Yeah, because they could be rolling, like, okay, no one, nothing's happening. I'm not going to turn off the camera. It's just rolling and we'll edit it later. But just, just as you would imagine, there are some people that are going in there hmm. and, and doing that on purpose. Hmm. All right. So not everybody is so pure in that industry. Gotcha. I'm sure they're not. If I'm going to be rolling around in my underpants, I'm not going to make sure that I, I look right. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. that. <laughs> couple of former Eagles, very opinionated uh, on air in recent days. First, here's Brian Dawkins, not the biggest fan of new Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon, says his defense with the Eagles was a little too one-dimensional for his liking, not enough blitzing. As for me playing under, um, under this defensive coordinator, me personally, I would have hated it. Because none of the things that I was blessed to do, blitzing and all of those things, would have been added to this defense 
under uh, Rich Gannon. He called him Rich. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Just That's in the funny. clip that I heard. <laughs> yes. That was on WIP. I don't know if that was on Damn purpose Rich or Gannon. not. <laughs> and then you've got LaShawn McCoy, but this is more about his time with the Chiefs. Uh, he alone, uh, not exactly impressed with one Eric Bieniemy. What's his value? What makes him a good officer coordinator? See, the problem is a lot of these people that go on social media, oh, he should be the guy for the job. They haven't played there. They're not in the locker room. I've been in the rooms where he's coaching. And he has nothing to do with the pass game at all, right? When the plays are, are designed, that's Andy Reid. Now, of course, McCoy is a Reid guy from his Eagles right. days, so we understand that connection. But he also played out there in Kansas yes, City. Yes, but I'm saying he came to Kansas City because of his connection to Andy Reid. Right, he also had a couple fumbles late in the season, and therefore he didn't even play in the Super Bowl right. uh, that year. You know, the other thing that, you know, he did say on my game time program, O'Shawn McCoy, said, look, he's, you know, players don't like Eric because he's too hard on him. And he's, you know, too much into the, in their face and things of that nature. So he didn't have the greatest reputation amongst the players. But th again, but that's LaShawn McCoy's point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, Eric was my teammate for my last year at the, in uh, Cincinnati in 1997. He could call out the pass protections faster than I could when he was in the backfield with me. So... I don't know. There's there's got to be some other issues yeah. that you know that have not allowed him to get a head coaching job that we're not seeing or nobody's talking about. But you know he'll have a chance now to see if he can resurrect this uh, Washington offense. And if he does, then I'm sure he'll get a chance at a head coaching job. I'll play one more, which kind of goes in conjunction with that because uh, this was McCoy basically making the point of he's not so sure how he's going to do now running the show in Washington as far as their offense goes. We watch the film of practices and we correct the the, the wide receivers, the running backs, the, the quarterbacks. He doesn't talk in there. Andy Reid talks in there. Mm. He may say things to the running back because he's an ex-running back coach. I get that. But he has no real responsibility. So this was on Fox Sounds like Sports. he has a presence is what it sounds like. Well, yeah. It also sounds like that Deshaun has an axe to grind. Yes. And, and there's always going to be one. There's going to be 50 other guys that are going to support him. Of course. Tyreek Hill alluded to that because you had, after this clip went out, some players, both current and former with the Chiefs, Sort of went after McCoy a little bit on social media. And Tyreek Hill, of course, obviously played there uh, with the enemy. said, Shady Mad EB told him to tuck that ball. So that references the fumble yeah, yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like maybe those two butted heads. And you could understand all of a sudden where you try to connect the dots a little I bit. I love how these guys go after each other on social There's media. There's a lot of that now. I, there's a ton of it. The one uh, just after the Super Bowl, right, with uh, A.J. Brown going after... Um, or was it um, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster? Because did you see that on Val around Valentine's Day? Juju put out the thing about how he was gonna he was gonna hold uh, James Bradbury like a, a loving, uh, loving yes, way. Yes, yes. And AJ, and uh, AJ Brown basically was like, you know, you can get lost with that. You won the, you won the game. Be happy you won the Move game. But yeah, you didn't do anything, and you you were gonna be out of the league with your TikTok dances until you went to the Chiefs and you know jumped on the Mahomes right. train. And so yeah, you know, it's, it's, what's amazing is not not only did they have to deal with social media, they use social media. To they get do. Their oh yeah. Out. Oh, absolutely. Most of it is like you know, kind of quiet. Like they'll remove their. You know, any yeah, sort of scrub, 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 the scrub their, I guess, team logos and all that kind of crap. Yes. Nets did extend Jacques Vaughn another season or two. Perhaps uh, Jerry will hear back from Nets PR and you can pop him up at some point. If not, good for him and congratulations. Nate McMillan was fired by the Hawks yesterday. You had the Devils lose to Montreal at home 5-2 last night despite, uh, despite out shooting the Canadians 40-17. to The Islanders will be home for Winnipeg tonight at 7 o'clock. All right, Chris, thanks. We'll see you next hour. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Ted in front of nine, Boomer and Gio on the fan in CBS Sports Network. Nice to have you. It's beautiful outside, so enjoy that as we are barreling our way towards March. Snowless winter so far here in New York, which is kind of cool, actually. Um, not a long segment, so we're going to do something that we call real or fake. Real or fake. I got this idea from you, I would say, probably last summer, I want to I wanna say. When I found you doom scrolling through uh, yes. uh, newspaper headlines, and I saw a couple this morning that really intrigued me. I thought, you know what? There's nothing going on. What the hell? Real or fake? So I'm going to give you a headline. You're going to tell me if it's real or fake. We'll go around the room. Headline number one, all of the, most, not all, most of these stories in the New York Post, but there have been a couple from different newspaper articles that I was looking through this morning while scrolling the news. Article number one, real or fake? Here we go. Friend sues friend for stealing fiance and soon-to-be wedding cash. Real or fake? Al. Fake. Eddie. Real. Boomer. That sounds like something Al would do. I would say real, yes. Al's the winner. Fake headline. Oh, man. Not that was true. fake news said. Fake I mean, Al went through that. It almost like you almost went through it. Which I mean, is ironic that we just had this conversation about the ring and losing the money and, well, not getting all the money back. Yes. Excuse me. And then having the ring the second time. You know what's time. amazing to me is that you made that up. Where did you come up with that? My head. I just, I don't know. You look at the headlines. Sick bastard. You. Why? That's a good one. I thought that was actually very, that sounded real to me. Here yeah. comes the next one. You're not allowed, you're not in on this one because you know the answer to this. I don't know if they do. All right. Next one. Couple confronted while having sex on a packed public beach. Al, real or fake? Real. Eddie. True story. It is a true story. In this Australia. happened in Australia. Yeah. And what's crazy is there are photographs that they put in the newspaper of these two connected, if you will. While Here's my children walking around on the uh, beach. Let's relax on it. Here's my problem with this real story, which yes. was real. The, photo the headline says packed beach. 
in the photograph, there's no one there. There's no one around them. Well, maybe they're a little, more in a little bit of a clandestine part of the beach, but maybe the beach was packed. I mean, have you ever seen anybody doing that on a beach anywhere, guys? I don't think so. No, I've not. I've seen people nude on the beach. <laughs> I've not seen people. I think I've seen it. Doing things nude on the beach. I think I've seen it at Jones Beach, I think. <laughs> During a concert or just on a beach day? On a beach, I think. I, uh, I, I, would think? Think, I would think things go on in those tents. Yeah, or, or sometimes they have those windscreens up. For sure. That's what I mean. Yeah. I could see that happening. But right, these two are right there on the sand, which has got to be just awful. You would think so. Right? Sand in the crevices everywhere. Oh, man. No good. All right, here we go. Number three. Real or fake? Ex-NFLer arrested after allegedly punching son, choking son's boyfriend. Real or fake? <laughs> Ow. That's a true story. Eddie. True story? Boomer. An ex-NFL player punching his son. And then choked his son's boyfriend. So obviously his son is gay. I would think that's what okay, that so yes. I could see. Uh, yes, true. That's definitely true. That is a true story. That was ex-Colt Joe Stasniak. Big offensive lineman. Offensive lineman, yes. Out of Missouri. I that think. I don't know. Now you're going a little too far from me. Stasniak or Stasniak? Stasniak, Stasniak. Yeah, I think, I think a big offensive lineman. I want to say like a first-round draft choice. Mm-hmm. How about that? So that's a real story. How do you spell his last name? S T A Y. So stay. S N I A K. Sniak. Sniak. Steve Sniak. Yes. So that was in the post this morning. That's that was a bizarre headline that I saw. Here we go. Number four. Real or fake? Los Angeles man with distinctive body odor busted in series of sexual assaults. Eddie. Real or fake? True story. Al. I'm gonna go fake on this one. Boomer. Say, well, uh, so Stasniak was a seventh-round draft pick from Ohio State. No, okay. not Missouri. No. Los Angeles man with distinctive body odor busted in series of sexual assaults. Eddie goes real, Al goes fake. You go, break the tie. Real. That is a real story. They actually were able to identify him because his stench was so noticeable. Have you had anybody in your life that has ever really had like a bad yes. odor? Not them? in my... I knew someone who I confronted about it trying to be a nice guy yeah and they stopped talking to me had horrendous breath he had bad breath i mean but yeah, just but it, uh, an overall body odor mm, not body odor but you ever walk into anybody's is, office where they have really bad body odor no i don't think so mm. i don't you have clearly uh, if you're asking yeah you guys not like a consistent thing no me neither i don't know if it was a it, it, it may be like an affliction as opposed to like just not taking showers, you know, like maybe that person does take showers, but they just have just sweats it out. Yeah, have an aroma to that. Well, if you eat a lot of garlic, you're gonna smell like garlic. Yeah, or, or like if somebody was out drinking the night before and they're in work and like Ugh, you could just smell oh yeah, you can reek that. That's a different story. But this is a person who has bad body odor and is distinctive enough that they were able to figure out who it was. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, in this case, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. That's how were they able to link it right. to the different. I mean, assaults. we've all had those bad body breath in the morning, like you know, gack. Yeah, but you breath. do something about it. You ever have gack breath? I'm sure we all have. Yeah. Yeah. How about the guy that's got the foam in the crevice of his of his lips? All right, when you open, it's like you stink. <laughs> yes, that was me about me. By the way, all right, number five. Here we go. Number five, real or fake? Pantless Florida man bikes to Baton Rouge for charity. 
Al, that's fake. fake. You just went with Florida, man. That's you trying to Eddie, fool us. That was fake news, Dad. Boomer, fake news. Damn. Yes, I thought that was pretty good. But okay. you said, yeah, but you said Florida, man. Well, all things happen in Florida. Well, I, all right. I thought that There's, was pretty good. I think more weird things happen here than happen in Florida. All right, here we go. Florida woman. Oh. My date left to move his car and never came back. Real or fake? Oh, that's true. Al. True. Eddie. True story? That is a true story. I feel bad. So she posts a video after this dinner. So she they must be miserable. So they, yeah, so she meets on some app. They go start having dinner. He says he's got to move his car, takes off, oh. and then texts her about a half hour later. Wasn't feeling it. So she reveals all this on a TikTok video that has 5 million views. Yeah, well, I mean, that's amazing. I'd be surprised about how many times this actually happens. That is unreal. Like, all right, so, and the only reason that we know about it is because she posted it on TikTok. Correct. That's why it went viral, she, if, for yeah, sure. Just a, I'm sure there are a lot of situations like that where either the man or the woman, woman leaves. Two more. Here we go. Real or fake? Russian missile, Satan 2, goes limp. Real or fake, Al? I'm going to say it's real. Eddie. That's so fake know. news. Sad. Boomer. A Russian missile going limp? True. Called Satan 2. True. So it's partially true, partially false. A little trick question. This did happen, and that is the name of the missile, but they used the word failed, not went limp. So I kind of screwed around there a little I bit. I like that, though. But that's, that's a, a scary. A Russian missile. Yeah. And then the last one. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. You're on the wait list. Hang tight. The response, bite me. Real or fake, Eddie? Oh, that is very true. Boomer. Oh, you got 100% <laughs> true. Al. True. Al Duke. <laughs> on Twitter, when he got his notification from Ticketmaster, you are on the wait list. Hang tight. And Al responds, bite me. <laughs> yeah. To buy Bruce Springsteen tickets. For the second time, I'm not. I don't even have the honor of giving them oh, big cash to attempt to... Purchase tickets. I so is this, is this, that's so funny. Is this late? Lately? This was, uh, I got this when I got in at four o'clock this morning. Oh, wow. But so you're is going this another Ticketmaster disaster? Right. Or another no? Ticketmaster disaster. But it, you it, are going to the concert. I'm going to a concert at MSG. They put on more shows for the summer for MetLife Stadium. Oh, okay. I'm not allowed to even attempt to purchase this. <laughs> well, not I mean, is that true? Summer. Come on. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Yeah, it's a pro This is a problem. I mean, so, I guess that's how they're trying to handle demand, but. I mean, yeah, segment one of the warm-up show is labeled, Hey, Ticketmaster, go screw. <laughs> well, I mean, I can understand that. I don't blame them. It's very difficult. It really is. So, I don't know uh, how also, the artist is so popular that there's... That's the problem. Well, you get 18,000 seats and you got you know, 250,000 people trying to get tickets. Is it random? Or I, do you I, think they, that they have certain people at the top of the list? It's supposed to be random, but that, that whole thing, you know... You're so supposed to be a Chase card holder? No, that's, that's another not way that they yet. separate right. you. These tickets, it's been like this for so many years. They just, it sucks. I wonder who really is the backing behind Ticketmaster. I'd love to know who actually owns Ticketmaster. It's got to be some long web that you got to get to the bottom of who actually owns the company. Don't know the answer to that. I'd love right. to know who that is. And for every show, you know, the artist gets a certain amount of tickets that they sell, Ticketmaster the stadium, and they all just take their group of tickets and throw them on the secondary market. Yes, they make you're right, you're right. And, and, you know, and listen, a lot of teams have done this. I think the first baseball team that did this was the Chicago Cubs, I think. Really? Where they took their own tickets and resold them. Yeah, they said, listen, if the, these tickets are going to go on the... Uh this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.